Welcome to Yentl and Nikki's podcast. We're just two Jersey girls that are insanely bored and ready to talk about anything, everything, and sometimes, honestly, nothing at all. Hey all, greetings. It's Nikki again. Hope all is well. So what are we talking about in this episode? Uh, First, we talk a little bit about life and how sometimes uh, it's just got other plans for your ass. Uh, We also talk about a a hot new job title that seems to be showing up everywhere, uh, Chief Diversity Officer. What does it mean? What purpose does it serve? And then uh, I think lastly, we get into a, a good old familiar topic, sex in the city. Um, at this point, I feel like there's parts of us that we just feel like we should have made this a sex in the city podcast, um, given how much we talk about it. But mm, oh well, uh, a little too late now. So anyways, go grab uh, your Taylor ham, egg and cheese or whatever Jersey uh, delicacy you enjoy. And uh, let's discuss. Hey! Well, welcome, everyone. Welcome, a Todos. That's my <laughs> Bloomberg Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> Bloombito on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Greetings, uh, all. Yes, this is episode twelve of episode the twelve. Yentel and Nikki podcast. Yes, I gotta fix my lighting for no reason. No one's gonna see it, but I feel like I'm in the dark. Uh, well, I'm in like a brick dungeon so no you have a nice you got some nice light i, I just it's all weird Thank um you. yeah it looks you know look all nice i know I like the brick it shapes the the face it just gives yeah. a nice Only elegant look very limited time at this point one more week <laughs> oh, oh man old. do so. we do we want to get into that at all or do we want to just I mean, jump into the other I topics i don't know you know i will say this I'm selling my house. Um, life takes you. Life is always an adventure. And if you'd have told me a month ago <laughs> the trajectory of this sale and where I'd be, I would laughed at you. But 30 mm-hmm. minutes later, I will be living with my parents at some point. <laughs> and it's not a bad thing. Like not I, bad thing. this is actually. I haven't lived at home and this is, I don't know how long I'll be there. I am looking for a home in the interim, but at, at as soon as this is sold, I need to move down to my parents. So I don't know how long I'll be there. But the point yeah. is, is that, you know, 30 days ago, that would have, I would have laughed. But no. you know, things happen and things change so quickly. And I'm going to be like, I haven't lived really at home with my parents longer than like two weeks since I was probably in college. So yeah, yeah. life is funny. Life is, uh, but like, I'm not, I don't even feel bad about this. This is actually liberating. I'm not going to have to pay a mortgage for, I don't know, no. how, but even if it's like a month or two, I, you know, mm-hmm. how that feels. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's for a couple months. No, you're right. This is this is a good. This isn't the end of the world. No, it's just no life being no life with the twists and the turns and the, the turns. You know, it was just a 
a house purchase gone wrong. Mm. Um, and um, yeah, time to regroup. So it'll be a fun summer, a nice, fun summer in the South. Uh, a hot summer, a hot gal summer, hot, 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 hot gal summer. Good for um, you. But yeah, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where the world takes me. It doesn't have to be where I currently live either. The my my options are really open. I work remote. I can. Oh, so like hypothetically, if you like found a place closer to where I'm at, you would consider it. It's always the literally the country is my oyster. <sighs> No, no, you're gonna go abroad. You're gonna fucking go abroad. You're gonna find that fucking the, the time zone thing is probably the issue. But um actually we have a location in London. They work fine. So um oh, Yeah. I'm going I... to London. I mean that's great. I'm happy for you. But I'm I'm <laughs> I'm I'm putting it into the universe. I was like, this bitch, she's going she's going abroad. But you should. If it if that is if that is where life is taking you and that is the direction it is guiding you in, by all means. I, I know. Just... I, I have to take this positively. You know, sometimes something not going the way you expect is a you know a, a, a huge blessing, and mm-hmm. this could be a really cool opportunity for me. So I'm actually yeah. looking forward to it. It's kind of some sort of freedom I'm, I'm gonna have. I don't know how long I'll have it, but I'm gonna enjoy it while I have it. No, enjoy it. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, um, what's going on? Okay. In my world? No, nothing. Um, (laughs) nothing, nothing. I got, I got nothing. Same old, same old. Uh, yeah, I'm like really trying to come up with something. I, I, everything is the same. I'm excited, fully vaccinated. I think Ah! I I say it at the last. Yeah. Yeah. Am I I waxed? No, 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 I am. That is uh that is expensive. Girl. Maybe we should leave that for a whole other podcast, but I'm like the people who do it well, I'm I'm happy well, I don't want to say I'm happy to pay. It still hurts, but it just in so many different ways. Um it hurts. But yeah, <laughs> that shit is like a fucking haircut. Like it's a like why is this the same amount of money as like me getting my hair done. I'll like say this. I'll say this and we can switch mm-hmm. topics. I hate mm-hmm. it. It is expensive. But mm-hmm. after you're like, you feel like you're swimming down there and it feels mm-hmm. so good. No, it's it is it is delightful. It is, it is delight- truly after you're like, I should get this all the time. But like of course. Right, it's like a hundred dollars a session. So I'm like, yes. what? Then you're like, oh my god, my 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 little love pouch is <laughs> it's phenomenal. It's like yeah. smooth and like amazing. Yeah, it's worth oh, it's- it. So I, I want to say it's worth it. It's not great feeling, but god damn it, the results you're like, God, this is great. No, I, I totally agree. I totally, totally agree. Yeah. I just you I'm just at a place a perk before you go and do it. it might help. With the you said what? Got to take like a perk or something. Oh, like oh. All, and I, I felt every inch, inch of that. So next time I go, maybe I'll get I'll get a little, uh, little extra, a little, a little um, something, a little extra um, <laughs> something, some sort of. <laughs> Especially when you like the. I think I'm gonna plan to go. I am going on a trip in a month or so. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'll finally get waxed, but um. Mm-hmm. When you go after you haven't gone for a while, yes, that's, that's what I was. One. Yes, that's yes. the one. Now, if you are yes. regular, it gets better. But that first sure. session, girl, 
Yep. That first that's, impression. That's that's the one. That's, like, that's, I had I had my this tears coming down my face. Why did I get up off of the table? And just <laughs> a sweat a sweat stain of my back. Just fucking yeah. With you, it was your, your shadow yep. popped up as well. Yep. Yep. Yeah, she was yeah. like, oh, no, no, you can't take the paper with you. I was like, bitch, I'm not trying to. Can you pull this off of me, please? Oh, oh, that's so, I didn't know. Shut up. Don't even talk about it. You don't even need to comment. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah, you just real. keep it moving. It's real. It's real. <sighs> it's real. Like maybe a shot of tequila. You just got to have something. Just yeah, it's something. It. It's yeah. something. Yeah. You need something. Yeah. But yeah, so no, I, I, um, I, if we go, we do, we're trying to plan a trip for our anniversary. Um, yes. So maybe before that trip. <laughs> um, yeah, but we'll, but we'll see. I'm just more excited to slowly get back in, get back in. I can't even talk, get back into the real world. Um, yeah, it's a little, it is a little jarring. I went to a friend's, um, baby's birthday he just turned one Mm -hmm. and i felt a little weird i mean i i've always shared this with people i do think i have like um i'm very social but i don't know it was just like it was the first time i was around a lot of people well a lot of people all at once so this was like i don't know maybe like 14 people and to me that suddenly felt like a lot because i'm so used to fucking if I'm seeing someone, it's one-on-one. Right. Maybe the husband is with me. Maybe their right. significant other, but that's right. it. Right. So it was a little jarring. Um, I'm assuming people were gener- were vaxxed and like generally maskless. So it was kind of yeah. like, yeah, all these people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I did that. Yeah. I went out to dinner over the weekend and I would say 90% of the restaurant was maskless. I mean, obviously one were eating, but two of just sure. Wow, it feel it felt mentally great to be back to normal, quote unquote. But also, mm. like, it, there is like this wearing off of the holy shit, I'm gonna die thing, you know, that we've been dealing with for years. And it, right, and it's hard to like, I can't just like just let it go. Like, oh, fine. Yeah. It's like, no, I need my stages. Like, yeah. let me let me have my stages of re-entering post-pandemic life. Right. Uh, I need to learn how to talk to people. I don't fucking know how. I had the most. Oh. You'll laugh at this. I had the most awkward fucking interaction. So my friend's uh, sister, (laughs) this is so bad. The last time I saw her was at their mother's funeral. Okay. Like physically interacted with her. Right. And so, and, but I forgot that because now in the pandemic world, like time just bleeds. I, I, it, it, I thought maybe at most it was a year ago, I, but I couldn't even process it. So as I'm, I'm like about to talk to her and I'm with my husband I'm like, hey, how's your guy? And I couldn't remember his name. Couldn't. I just stopped. And then I felt like she could literally see the like the 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 wheels attempting to turn yeah. and the cobwebs trying to clear. Where I'm like, oh fuck, the last time I saw her was the funeral. Fuck, she was with a boyfriend. Oh fuck, wait, I think they broke up. Ah oh, shit, what the fuck was his name? Like I couldn't. And she just like she she enjoyed that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> she was just like, "What guy?" And I was like, "Wait, girl, you got guy. me. I don't. I yeah." I don't. And I was like, "I don't. I am so sorry. I don't remember." Then my husband jumped in, and he was like, "Why would you even say that? Why would you be like, how's guy?" And I'm like, "You missed it. Just fuck you. Fuck all of you." <laughs> I can't. But yeah, just just all kinds of awkward 
trying to have a normal conversation with somebody. So yeah, I'm going to take it slow. I'm going to yeah, take, take it, it slow. slow. Um, mm-hmm. There are some social barriers we probably have to uh, figure out before uh, we reacclimate ourselves. We're like a halfway house now, you know, it's like yeah. halfway, <laughs> in, halfway out, need to read, socialize with the general population. And, yeah. Right. Give, yeah. Me, give me my list of things that are inappropriate, things I should not mm-hmm. be doing. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Yep. Yep. I, you know, I will say like, I think people back in full swing, I saw a lot of like social media posts um, from New York City, DC, yeah. all the cities and people are out people are enjoying um Mm -hmm. it's probably very important to give vax and wax for obvious reasons (laughs) like myself um yeah no gotta be prepared it is people are you know they're ready a, a hot girl summer because um it's been a while for many. So <laughs> I think, I think it's, a lot of people are just hot ready. Hot yeah. Pants. Yeah. So it's going to be a fun summer, I think. Luckily, yeah, I'm excited. I'm with my parents. Look at that. Perfect timing. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, I may That's, have to uh, further this uh, home search a little faster than I thought. We're going we're gonna to do a series. It's going to be like how to have a hot gal summer at your parents. We're just we're gonna release like a number of podcasts. Just you know, who, who lives in the middle dedicated. of nowhere? Yeah, who live in the middle? <laughs> of it's it's just you know going from a big city to a tiny <sighs> suburb in the south. So um, it's gonna be great. I bet you I find the love of my life. I'm like talking so much shit and like you just don't. I bet you, you will. You're right. Yeah, You're I'm right. Amazing man. I'm like I'm never fucking coming back. Bye y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye, right. Fuck that. I gonna... live in the suburbs, and you know. Oh. So you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna diss it. I'm, I will try this out. Who knows what will life will happen? And sure. YOLO. There you go. Yeah. YOLO. Hot gal summer. YOLO. All of it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here for all of it. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Oh well. So you had brought up uh, an interesting. Well, question. Well, I don't know if it was a question. I, I have a question. You brought up a topic. Chief, uh, chief, I had to look this up. Hold on. A chief diversity, equity, and inclusion officer. What What the fuck are you? What is this? So, this? I mean, have you actually Googled the definition? Because I, 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 I don't, I know, I think I know, but I don't know if I know, no. And it's interesting you said that. That's exactly what I did right before we jumped on. Very good. Very good. And this article, uh, I don't know what this website, uh, Diversity for Social Impact. Sure. I don't know. uh, Says that a chief diversity officer, they just leave it at CDO, Mm -hmm. uh, is an experienced diversity leader to lead and be accountable to an organization on everything equity, diversity, and inclusion. The chief diversity officer is a strategic leader, thought partner, and implementer who will connect the dots between diversity and inclusion efforts across the organization. But yeah, but okay, what's that mean? What what you doing? I'm still... Right, it seems like a really fancy title that will never change anything. Um, Well, you know, I mean, look, that sounds very cynical, um, but I think... We're, I'm thinking about it on a macro level. Yes. Um, can you make sure that there's more equity and diversity within the organization you work for? Of course. Um, mm. How far does that get? 
how far does that get in a company where there's a board, a board of directors that are all, you know, over 60 year old white men? If, mm-hmm. if the change starts from the top and it usually, that's usually the last place they look for change. Um, right. So, you know, I hate to sound cynical about it. I don't think it's a bad position to have and people to at least attempt. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's great. I'm not knocking the idea of having that at a workplace. I think it's a great idea. I just think it's a kind of a, also a setup for failure because even the small steps that are taken, if it mm-hmm. doesn't start from the top, it doesn't really change much. But, you know, if it, if it, creates an inclusive atmosphere as far as company culture. Cool. But, you know, you know. No, so I, so I started pulling. So, right. I see that definition. I'm like, well, what's that mean? So then I started pulling different like uh, postings, job postings. Yeah. And so I was reading one and I'm like, okay, this is basically the, the way in which it reads. It sounds like, uh, wait, let me, let me pull a little blurb. It's like, oh, the, the CDO oversees and conducts all investigations in compliance with the requirements of Title IX and EEO. Right. Uh, conducts thorough and impartial investigations related to all discrimination, harassment, retaliation claims. But okay, so that just sounds like to me uh, another t- right another title for a different position that already exists, which is either someone within the human resources department yeah. or like from you know my other life uh like civil rights right civil rights um officer or right you know it's the person that handles all things related to civil rights so they're the person who does like you know when it comes to disability discrimination right when it comes to race discrimination national origin making sure that they have a uh a language access program in place so that the community that they're servicing you know they have interpreters available um so to me, this just sounds like a repackaging of a position that already exists. Right. I I would be excited if it was one where the the goal or the driving uh, motivator is to like, yeah, push towards making the particular company you're in a more diverse, inclusive, equitable, you know, uh, organization, mm-hmm. but it doesn't sound, I mean, to me, at least with this, this particular job description, that's not what it sounds like. It just sounds like, you know, there's no, there's no real language that's, you know, oh, we'll, uh, coordinate, um, <laughs> grassroots efforts to, uh, increase recruitment among, um, underrepresented, uh, groups, right. you know, blah, 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 blah. Like that well- doesn't, Maybe that just kind of varies from um, job to job. So we don't, the job I currently work for, we don't have necessarily have a chief uh, DEI officer, but Mm -hmm. we do have a uh, working group, Mm -hmm. people who want to see that part of our uh, organization succeed. Um, Mm -hmm. And again, I work for a startup, just FYI. So everything is new and fresh. Um, Mm -hmm. And um it seems that there is extreme interest for the people who are there to create a DEI environment. Um, And apparently when I first got hired, um, there was a survey done prior to me getting there stating that people don't feel included in the workings of 
this or you know this tech company um and people were shocked to 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 not you know to not to not know that um and that's just not just race obviously it's gender sexuality um disability the whole shebang um and they thought they were creating an inclusive environment but again when your top level are all right. homogeneous, the same people this, coming from the same part of point of their lives. How did that the trickle down? It's hard. So anyway, they started they started this council, um, you know, and paying consultants to come in and um, have trainings on what you know uh, microaggressions look like. And I that took yeah, that's the thing. I mean that no right. No, no, I'm happy. No, that was good. That was good. Yeah, it's like let's and, talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that. I don't think that was the probably one of the stickier uh, topics that came up. But you know, I would join these type of trainings. Um, we, um, I feel like some people who attend these trainings, and and I'm people meaning white people who attend yeah. the trainings, because that's definitely who I'm talking about. You know, they 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 the elephant in the room is that you know being a person of color. Uh, or uh, different sexuality, mm-hmm. it's it's an immediate target on your back, and not necessarily mm-hmm. people are trying to like hurt you, um, but there are obvious sensitivities. So when we go through these microaggressions, um, and then people start talking about, well, you know, we want a diverse atmosphere, but it's not just diverse in race; it's diverse in like you know where you're from. And I'm like, uh, or, or like your interests and your background. And I'm like, we're not having a diversity training because we want more people who are diverse, who live in Iowa versus fucking Michigan. Right. Like, let's like, let's not talk. I, I don't want to talk about diversity in the abstract sense. Let's right. get down to business here. Because if we right. keep doing this, this is a waste of everybody's time. This is two hours Agreed. of our day and we're not getting to the point. To me, talking mm. about diversity in that way is a microaggression because mm. you want to ignore that everything else <laughs> that people actually have, um, you know, have issues at work because of their race and their gender and their sexuality as if that doesn't right. exist. Right. So I don't right. Or, or diversity of people where people are from and if they're left right. or right handed, like that's a waste of my time. Right. And I, I was going to say, like, a, a, a comment like that to me sounds more like you are scared to alienate those who are of the majority, mm-hmm. i.e., you know, um, heterosexual white men. White men. Yes. And so you don't want to exclude them. So you, you, <gasps> you, you, you add in this broad statement of, you know, no, but it's about difference. And you too, <laughs> guy from Iowa, white guy from Iowa who enjoys. Yeah. <laughs> different. No, 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 no. I'm not here. Right. Like, let's not, let's take the fucking bandaid off. If we're going to really do this, let's do this. Yeah. Just, and finally, a person of color on the line said that, like, mm. we're not going to play the, oh, it's diversity of everything game. No, that's not why we're doing a two-hour session. And it, right. it's it's like, you know, it's a obtuse comment to make. And yeah, so, you know, even, again, even in, in places where 
You are literally trying to have culture and, and, and training regarding these type of things. We're still doing it in a two hour training session. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, so I guess my question, and I, and I don't know that there's an answer. So let yeah. me preface it with that caveat, I guess. Um, how, how do you, how do you fucking talk about this stuff? Because I, to go back to an example, I, I do, I do very much think that the reason why that statement was made was because they didn't want to alienate, uh, you know, a certain group. Um, and I, I want to believe at least this is what people have shared with me when I've kind of pushed back on those statements that the reason why sometimes those statements are introduced in the diversity discussion arena is because they want to make the concepts accessible to people who have never experienced it. Right. So, and bear with me, but I, (laughs) the, 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 the explanation is sort of like, Hey, look, like, a straight white man from, you know, the Midwest probably has not, it is very possible that he does not have any friends that are of a different racial background. He does not know anyone who considered, you know, as part of the LGBT community, Um, you know, so these are just things that he may not be aware of how do we introduce these concepts to someone who genuinely wants to learn, but at the same time just needs it to be put into a context that they can somewhat understand. And I think that's why they're like, okay, well, let's make it, it, it's diversity about everything. Like remember when you were young and in Catholic school and they hit your hand when you wrote with your left hand and you felt a type of way. Yeah. Racism. Like, That's a Which, hard pill for me to swallow considering yeah. we are adults. I mm-hmm. if but, this was a grade school kindergarten session, I would feel more inclined to be like, okay, that's a fair statement. You know, we're they're five. Mm-hmm. These men are not five. They're most of them are probably older than me and yeah. have may not okay, obviously they have not experienced racism, but they they know what racism is. They know how it works. I right. just unfortunately I just can't buy that. And if that is, I, I, it's just it's just a waste of my time. I don't right. you know we're always. <laughs> I don't need to put. We always have to walk eggshells around the people who who control things. Why do I have to do that? Right. No one put right. eggshells for me. Right. I don't get eggshells. Yeah. No one like. No one makes things nice for me. Right. No, I, I'm, I totally hear you. I just, I, I just having been a part or, or at least I've had those conversations with folks where I try to understand, like, you know, I, I, I think something else that comes up is, you know, no one wants to feel attacked but I, I just, I, I can't, you know, while on some level I can understand that and say, sure, that's not a good feeling. No one wants to feel that way. D- does that even have to be part of the discussion? But at the same time, I'm like, but are you, are you genuinely being attacked or do you just feel attacked because it's something that's uncomfortable to you? And I think it's definitely the latter. 
Like, yeah. you're not being attacked. This is just an uncomfortable conversation. Maybe right. because they have to reconcile some things that you thought may necessarily not be racist that right. you had in your head. Because sure. I think in general, white people think, you know, if they're not burning a cross mm-hmm. on your lawn or, you know, saying the N-word, mm-hmm. it's it's obviously I'm not racist. They have right. to right. be an overt act for them to mm-hmm. think, well... No, I'm not racist. I don't burn crosses on people's lawns. I don't say the N word. I have that right. friend, and but you know, and hell, I probably even dated people of color. How could I be racist? Mm-hmm. Easy, easy. No, I know, I know. And the and these are. This is exactly it. Like these are the conversations. This yes. is the stuff we need to talk about. And yes. I don't know. I don't know if the workplace, unfortunately, is a good place to hash that. And that's why it goes back to DEI. We're gonna really, really own and go in with uh, the idea of really understanding uh, diversity, whether mm. it's you know gender, sexuality. And race. Mm-hmm. We have to have tough conversations. And and the yeah. place, I'm not sure is the best place to have. I don't yeah. Is there any place to have these type of conversations? I mean, I I feel like, at least for me, I I've always sort of fallen back on um or I've been really grateful for my experience in school. I was actually talking to someone about this the other day where I said, you know, I think if we were to have kids, I would push for um, going away to college, not because I think you need to go away to some prestigious university, none of that. I just think there is something about getting away from your little microcosm, going somewhere else, meeting people who fall out, like people you wouldn't normally interact with because of where you grew up. Right. And getting to know them and having those conversations. Yeah. So I think in the, I think in the school, I want, I want to believe in the school system. There's those conversations, mm-hmm. but to be honest, I don't think I started having those conversations until college. Yeah. I, you know, that wasn't happening yeah. when I was growing up, yeah. you know, that I was the only, I mean, and, and my experience was one where I was the only minority. Um, well, that's not true. We had, we did have a strong Asian, not, I say strong in the relative sense of other minorities. They were probably still only like 4%, but you know, there were at least, you know, a handful of um, Asian students, but I was like one of the few black students in my, you know, school system. Um, So who am I, how am I going to have you know, while I wish those conversations happened earlier, I would be, I have to be honest and say the few times where I felt teachers tried to have those conversations in the classroom setting, I felt uncomfortable because it very quickly became like, you speak on behalf of black, all blackness. And yeah, that's I, also I, part I of the issue. Do that. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. And yeah. you're young and yeah, I mean, the one thing you want to do in that in, in grade school is to not stand out. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's literally the antithesis of like, you just want to be a fucking, like, I don't want to stand out. Don't pay attention. I want to blend in. I want to yeah. blend as much as I can because I already stand out. So please don't token yes. me, please. Like, let yes. me like, live. Um, right. But, it, you know, also, I think it's also hard. Like, I don't, it, the, sometimes the teachers aren't, 
prepared to even have these conversations and they're coming from it from their own angles which aren't usually not very good so Mm -hmm. um you know maybe there i I think because of the social the racial reckoning of last year maybe there's a a better educational understanding that you can pass down to children i doubt it but i'm just being very optimistic here right i don't think it's changed in a year as far as the Mm. conversations as much as you know last year came and went and Things are still happening. That there's no change. Um, but yeah. all, except all of these DEI positions on LinkedIn, and there's so and that's it, there's so many. Like it almost it's funny because when I was trying to look this up, like was a new law passed that like created this specific title? I, I, because there's so, there's so many. many. There's, it's literally a brand new field since yes, since a year ago. Like everyone's like, well, I think. Public perception means a lot, especially for these corporations. And mm-hmm. um, everyone's trying to be like, I'm not racist. We have a council to, to confirm and to make sure we don't do these sort of have these practices. Will yeah. it be effective? Most likely not. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, the try is there. But, and, you know, again, especially for these businesses, social perception means so much. So while I appreciate the thought Will it create yeah. much change? Probably not. Always look, for, you got to look from the top down. I don't really care, you know, about your hourly employee who's black or brown mm. or you're lesbian or trans. Um, mm. I want to see that in your board. Well, now, I right. Unless this is like a board position. What does that not. even happen? Yeah. It is not. Right. Right. Yeah. What the, who does your board look like? What now right. the people on your board, they're most likely millionaire billionaires. Who do they support? Who do they give their funds to? What type of people are they donating to in organizations? And then let's talk about the organizations they donate to. Who is on their board? So like it 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 will never unfortunately it doesn't mm. these boards are all homogenous, usually mm-hmm. the same age, the same gender, <laughs> white girls yeah. who are over 50 uh with a lot of money. Um, and you know, we can talk about this until the cows come home, but if they're not even, if they're, if they're not dedicated to this and usually this is just a checkbox on a, on the compliance form. All right, we're doing Mm -hmm. it. Check. We're good. Um, then, you know, it's empty to me. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I, I want to be, you know, I want to be hopeful. I, you know, is this going to be something where it's like, okay, for the first three years that these positions are implemented, is it just going to be a giant, you know, trial period? And, you know, maybe five years from now, people will be like, oh, shit, yeah, it is, you know, from the top down. We really do need to look at, you know, the boards and, and see what's going on. I, ha- I I want to be hopeful and say, you know, maybe this is a move in the right direction. But, yeah, it's it's... You know, I see, and it's so funny because I see these positions and initially I'm like, oh shit, I'll apply. But then I'm like, do I want to do this? Like, I just, (laughs) oh, you know, because right, it's those conversations. They need to be had. I think it's not only about being educated on these topics, but also like having the emotional bandwidth to have these conversations and not have them in a, because I will talk about myself to have these conversations and not and not be triggered like how do you how do i you know how do i talk to someone about microaggressions and 
you know, I want them to be open. I would want them to share, you know, some of their concerns. And, and if there's some, if it's somebody who's never experienced that and wants to know, like, when I say this, why is this bad? And I want to be able to have a very um, educational discussion about it. But at the same time, like, man, I, I, I don't want to keep talking about why you can't touch my hair. Yeah. Like, I, so yeah. I have a very different position on that. I mm. look, I am not again we are adults Mm -hmm. google is very free Mm -hmm. people get paid to Mm -hmm. talk and to educate quote unquote it is not my job it is Mm -hmm. literally a job posted Mm -hmm. they make a lot of money Mm -hmm. i don't have the bandwidth to educate whites on (laughs) on microaggressions the history of racism uh, mm-hmm. Like I just don't, and it's not my job to do that. While especially while I can literally Google anything in the world, and you can find mm-hmm. an answer to it within five seconds or less. Yeah. So you know, to me, that's patronizing. Like, teach me. I don't need to teach you anything. Google's right. Yeah. Like, no, I. You know, I. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. I, I literally I wrote this down. I probably have it on a note card somewhere, but it was like. <laughs> this discussion about, I wanted to write something, but I, I couldn't find the right words to, to either put it on Facebook or what one of the social medias. Sure. But it's like asking somebody, it's like telling somebody this whole discussion about racism and, and people wanting to understand, but wanting to be taught versus do their own work. It's like telling someone you really want to learn math. Like I want to learn calculus. And so you go to someone who's like you, that you think is like a, a calculus professor. He's an expert on calculus. And you're like, I'm going to learn calculus. And so the guy goes, okay, well, you first need to like know the basics. Here are these books you got to read. No, I want you to teach me. Well, I can't. I have a whole other, I'm a professor. <laughs> right. I've a got job. a shitload. I have a job. I have a million and one other things to do. I think it's best if you start, get your foundation, and then we can talk about, you know, once you have a, you a basic what you learn and we can have a discussion about it okay right but then the person's like oh okay yeah Yeah, never mind i don't forget it i don't understand why you don't want to teach me clearly you don't want me to know you don't want to learn calculus you don't want to learn math like and that's that is the analogy it's like that's what it sounds like yeah right when you come to me and i'm like hey look at this book or read this and then maybe we could talk okay you know forget i don't know i just i was really hoping you would just teach me okay then you don't you don't want to know you don't really want to know no you don't want to know that that's you know, and maybe that sounds shitty, but that's why I no, use analogy. No, it doesn't. It doesn't sound shitty. There are literally people who are getting paid, like you said. This cal- in your analogy, this calculus man has a fucking job that pays mm. him well to do this. Mm. Now, and I he doesn't right, and, and he, don't, he doesn't have time right. to sit and like and teach you the basics. Like for that's, free. that's for free, insane <laughs> for free. Yes. I got to take time out of my day to teach you how to do something that you can easily look up on the internet for free. Now I have to take time out of my day to labor for you. It just, it's ridiculous. Right. And then you want to get mad at the professor because it's like, well, he didn't want to teach me. It's like, okay. I don't want to (laughs) learn. Yeah. That's not how it works. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I, 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 when that, when that conversation starts, I become uninterested. Like you're not, you're not really invested in learning. You just want to have, some sort of strange conversation to make you feel better about yourself. Right. And I'm not here for right. that. Yeah. Or even, you know, and it could be, you know, I would even, I would, I might even try to give a benefit of the doubt 
but it, it falls apart when I say, Hey, thanks so much. I'm really, I'm excited. You know, it makes me feel good to know that this is something that you're interested in. Here are some things to read, check out. And then you go, Oh yeah, no, I really can't. Or I'm busy or, you know, or you're just like, okay. And then it just stops there. Like that, that's where it stops for me. That's where I'm like, all right, you, I, I can't, I can't help you. And I, and you're right. I mean, I think a lot of what you're saying is that at this point in time, most of, at least for us, like the people that we're interacting with are adults. And it's like, come on, you, some of that has to fall on you. You can't look to the world to just, but we bring a full circle. I guess that's what privilege is. Like, you know, just. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, some of that response, you got to take on some of that responsibility and yes, it is going to be uncomfortable and you are not going to like it. And there's going to be some things that you're going to have to re-examine and recognize that, oh man, that was fucked up. But like, that's growth. That's life. That's just look at it as a a learning opportunity. That's, that's what it is. I did a lot of dumb shit when I was a kid. Like still do. Yeah. Right. Right. But it's just, you know, the beauty of being an adult is that you can learn from your mistakes and hopefully grow Mm -hmm. and move towards becoming a better version of yourself. And that's, that's what it is. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I couldn't do this job. I mean, I couldn't, I I just feel like I would be, (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know that I could have it and not be, uh, get to a point where I would just be angry. Like I I would try to be empathetic Mm -hmm. and then I don't know. It would it would be really difficult. Yeah. So I don't know. But you know what? Whoever I mean, there I mean again, there are people who study this for a living. They like have taken master's degrees mm-hmm. and like, you know, some some are PhDs. Like this is like a real thing. And I applaud yeah. them. Um, I just don't know in the corporate culture of white men owning anything everything would this be effective. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope I mean, hey, like nothing beats a failure but a try. But good luck to them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a fucking hill, a battle that is bigger than them. And God bless them. Right. God bless right. them. Right. And in the meantime, make that good salary and fuck, get some reparations for it. So. No <laughs> <laughs> hate. No hate. I respect the game. No hate. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I just, yeah. <laughs> I, These positions aren't like, you know. Fifty thousand dollars and fifty thousand a year. I think these are like well paid. No, these are the. I'm looking at this one. It's saying like it's six figures. Which yes, I paid positions. So take the money. Take the money. Yeah. Do what you can and go. Right. Absolutely. You should absolutely make your six figures. This is going to be a daunting task. If you don't think it's going to be, uh, (laughs) sure. (laughs) Best of luck. I don't know what to tell you, but. It's gonna, yeah. That this is this is tough, but yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. See what the future holds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there's so truly there are so many that it really within made me wonder. Year, I'm like, within one year, everyone decided they needed a board or a person, a position to come in to, you know. And and I, I appreciate the effort. I appreciate the effort. But I just, again, I just want to stress that it starts from the top. And then mm-hmm. when your executive board uh, or your, you know, your board of directors is a bunch of like old white guys, they don't, yeah. you know, if you're not, 
if you're not looking to change that, then I'm I'm very uninterested in what you have to say. And this, right. and this is just a compliance check to make you look good for the public. Yeah. 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 Oh, so much more to say, but yeah, leave it at that. Maybe I will apply. Do it. Maybe I know. No, it. I, I, it's, I already have such a tough time. Like I feel like even with my friends and I, you know, I love them, but there, there was a time that I jokingly said this, but also low key meant it. It's like, I can't have race discussions when I'm the only black person. Like there's like a two black people minimum for some of these discussions because you know it just it just starts to feel like it's your it it would not be fair for you to take sort of my anecdotal evidence like the experience that I've had and then use that to like say you completely under you know that you understand systemic racism in America like I, I'm going to give you I'm going to tell you my experience. I'm going to tell you some of the things that I've read. We can have a discussion about it, but by no means should you think because I have a certain opinion about something like, I don't know, I can't even think of an example, but like a political thought or whatever, you shouldn't think you shouldn't assign that to like all black people. And I feel like sometimes when you get into these discussions, because I'm the only black person, it suddenly becomes like, Oh, all black people think this. And it's like, eh, eh, I don't know. They, I mean, know that. I mean, they don't all think the same. Look at the fucking election. So, I mean, obvious, I mean, it's like pointing out the saving the obvious, like we're not a monolith. Everyone has their own right and lived experiences. My experience between the mm-hmm. two of us is significantly different. Absolutely. Like, right. This is a weird, I don't know why there's the expectation that we all think the same uh, and all have same experiences. I'm, I'm sure a lot of us has, I mean, a lot of things we've dealt with in our lives have intersected, but at, at the end of the day, we're still different people. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why, but I just feel like that's usually what ends up happening or like, or they'll point out that something that I feel is different than another black friend that they have. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we have different opinions. That's it happens sometimes. That's life. It happens. Yeah. I mean, but they're, they're still black though. Like that's, (laughs) (laughs) that's at the end of the day, we still black. Like that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, Oh, well, any other, um, uh, non-racial DEI related uh, DEI related topics um oh there was that um wait how much where are we out of time I was gonna the the Jamie Foxx show I don't know if you had a chance to watch it oh that's okay nope nope we'll save that Um, that. are you watching Mayor of Easttown on HBO that's like the only thing I'm watching at the time all right no well we'll both need to do some homework then what it no i haven't even heard what's the premise of that one i don't even but know who done it it's um you know like a, not it's not oh. true crime but it's like a suspense crimes who did it um it's based in pennsylvania like a suburb of philly mm-hmm. Kate is the lead character um, who is it who's the lead again kate winslet is a week oh kate winslet lead, oh. sorry lead character yes. kate winslet 
Um, she plays a detective in a small town and that literally she never left and everybody fucking knows everybody. And they're, they're killing and we, it is a whodunit and it's excellent. And um, it's only six episodes. The season, the series finale is on Sunday. So we've it's already been five and it's delicious. Okay. And I can't wait to the four. <laughs> but like just FYI for our, 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 you know, tens of thousands of fans we have. Uh-huh. I'm yep. not a big television person, not because I don't like TV, just because my attention span is shit. So these type of series is excellent for me because I can yeah. be in six, you know, six yeah. dedication and I'm done. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It feels yeah. great. I have a conclusion to the story within a month mm-hmm. and a half. And that yeah. makes me happy. So anything longer than that, I'm like, I can't, I'm not gonna keep doing this. Like it's it's right. It's too much uh pressure. Yeah. So any typically shows that are have long seasons, I lose steam and I can't keep up. So um, So you've never you've never watched Lost? No. <laughs> Maybe an episode because I, I didn't turn the TV, but no, I've never watched Lost or Game of Thrones or like any of the I know. Breaking Bad, uh, Walking Dead, none of those things. I just, I've seen probably one episode of each of those things and not, and then, and it's not because I don't like it. I just, I have a terrible attention span. So I just, I generally, I don't think shows should go on beyond like three seasons. Like that's, that's I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Give me, give me all of it. And usually it, they usually can wrap up within two to three seasons. It's usually um, right. It's usually season four that they start branching out and doing weird shit. And you're like, no, yeah. I don't need to like do a whole musical season. Yeah. Like everyone sings yes, instead it, of, you weird. know, I'm like, nope, nope. I'm good. Just, this is a medical drama. Let it be a medical drama and yeah. let it just end. I, the, speaking of a medical drama, I was going to bring up Grey's Anatomy. Grey's mm-hmm. Anatomy right, right. started when I was in college. I think I was yeah. a sophomore in college. Mm-hmm. And I am now 35 years old. <laughs> it is almost older than me at this point. I just, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Um, I was 19. It's, it's still, yeah. it's still on TV. I think this is the final season. Have we, have we? Who asked? fucking knows? Who knows? I don't have know. Have they said it? it I don't happened. know. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. But um, spoiler alert: they're all dead. Oh, uh, okay. They're actually just in heaven practicing medicine. Oh, um, okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, guys. That's that's what's happening. Um, Are you kidding? No, man. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm totally I don't know. Kidding. I don't. I you could have. No. That could have been the se- series finale. Everyone actually. That died. was. Like, well, I want to. That's not far fetched. It's actually that's not far fetched. <laughs> that's that's actually a horrible reference to Lost. Oh, okay. since you haven't seen, it. It. yeah, Got but it. yeah. Um. Oh well, no. I, I spoiled that one for you darn, too. Darn, darn it. Um. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't. I think I watched maybe the first three seasons or four seasons. I do recall being excited to watch it when I was like a first year or second mm. year in law school, and like I just can't mentally keep up with shit like that. So. Um, there's probably one show. Well, eh, that's different. That's different. And I'm Gonzalez as an, an adult as well. I was gonna say Sex in the City, but that was a short lived. I know it's different. And I, different. and I did The Sopranos. I binged that when I was unemployed like two years ago. That was awesome. I, would, I still I have not stayed up all night. Seen. I saw your uh, your oh, you saw my, my cameo. Yes, <laughs> known as a thespian because she was in a um, episode of The Sopranos in the 90, the late nineties. 
Yeah. Meadow. Yeah. Yes. That was great. Actually, I need to be unemployed again so I can just like binge watch things. Then I'll be like caught up in all the things I say I don't watch because I have all the time in the world. But I, but you know, I think here's the other thing though. Now being able to binge a lot of this shit, it, in a lot of respects, it's like a detriment because you just start seeing flaws so much earlier. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you're watching like, you know, you're not waiting a week and you forgot about this thing that happened. You're like seeing it real time and you're like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Why the fuck is this guy allowed to go back in here after this thing happened? And the it just, yeah, I, I think that's what happened with like Grey's Anatomy for me, where I, I started binging it. And I love I loved the first couple seasons. But then after a while, you're like, somebody needs to shut this hospital down. Seriously. Like how the many, amount how of many bombs <laughs> does a hospital get? In, in, in 15 years, the hospital has been bombed like every fucking season. Like they have seen coding. <laughs> what? It was like the amount of disasters Please. this fucking hospital has dealt with. Wait, did you imagine that happened at NYU? Like what? The Mount Sinai? Like what the fuck? Somebody would shut that shit down. They'd be like, "Yo, I I don't know. Who I have I don't... insurance to cover this shit. Like who who is going to insure that hospital? Yeah, half of them. Right, half of them would have left. Like their fucking surgeons would be like, I can't deal with this malpractice insurance. Wow, I can't. I can't. It's just, I came yeah. here to save lives, no. not to fucking deal with bomb threats yes. and a active shooter. Just, you know, get the fuck out of here. Like the fact that they, that, that season with that fucking dude who comes back and shoots up everybody. I was like, half of these people would have left. Like the ones that did not die and the ones who are not actively dealing with do that spin off. I, I want to see. Right. I don't give a fuck if I was a candy striper. I would never work there again. <laughs> never. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even give my two weeks. They'd be like, "Hey, what happened to Nikki?" I don't know. Then, then I'd get my own spin off, and it'd be like, "I started a new life in Mexico." Like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> that shit is so yeah. ridiculous. With the insurance I got from the settlement that I fucking sued the hospital for. So. I yeah. For PTSD? Correct. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. There's a lot. There, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm, um, yeah. So that's my spin on uh, television. Um, but yes, Mayor Beastwood, go for it or whatever it's called. No, I'll definitely. Yeah. I will. I will check that one out. A lot of people have been, uh, a lot of people have been chatting about it. So I definitely want to see that one. I've been doing a lot of, um, we, we've been binging a lot of like old, shows i don't know if i told you about cheers we've been binging that show it's it's it, it looking at it through a 2021 lens all kinds of problematic like yeah. just yeah just just a lot um yeah although i am surprised there wasn't more racism highlighted in the show but a lot of sexism yes, i guess they Not got so rid much. of that in the late 80s it was the racism part so i mean but it was boston so i'm like how how it's Someone so didn't run in. <laughs> right. Not much has changed in Boston. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That that was a little weird, but yeah, no, TV shows, I just feel like they do not need to go on for but you're right. Sex in the City was different. For whatever reason that Did you hear that they're bringing it? Did we talk about this on the show that they're bringing? No, I don't think so. They're doing Who they bring in? They're bringing a new season. They're doing a new season. Oh, we maybe we didn't. That? I think we did. Did we? I, don't I think we had a good conversation about it, like predictions. 
So we'll see about what that now. Sex in the City, um, the re the reboot. So so predictions in terms of like who's gonna be on it? Like who's gonna I feel like we did that on a show. Yeah. I know we must have. Yeah. I, I probably expressed my concern about Samantha not being yes, in it. Yes, we talked about this. Yes, yes. No. Yes. But, yeah. but are they trying to get like a Samantha repl- quote unquote? I, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. But um, it'll be interesting. I think they're trying to hold tight on who's returning other than we know she's not returning. But other than her, who's who's yeah. who's going to make cameos. So but it's currently being filmed. So we'll probably have it by beginning of next year. I'm not even except like like what I'm trying to think what cameo they could do that would be like exciting to me, because they've all they've all sort of like all the men have kind of reappeared. Yeah, we, it is confirmed that Aiden will be around. We don't I don't know what capacity, but he will be back on the show. Yeah, he's divorced now. Uh, that's that's my prediction. Okay. Yeah, I believe. That. I think. Yeah, I think he's divorced. It's life. It happens. Kids. Yeah. Adults. Yeah, because he he did early adults kids because. Yeah, yeah, because he had a kid in the show, like the last season. Did he? Yeah, Aiden. That's right. That's right. She meets him out. Yeah, she yeah, runs into a girl. Runs into I know too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 So yeah, so that he will have some sort of college age kid at this point. <laughs> you think they'll tie in like some sort of drama of like uh, fixing his results to go to a college? Ooh. Carrie, someone someone writes a, a newspaper Ooh. article. It's like, oh my God, it's Aiden's son. What? I can see He's that. not on the soccer team. I can see that not with his character, but I can see that with like Charlotte's character. Yes. Yeah. I could like see her that. like pushing her kid to go to the best school so bad that he she like fakes him. Right. I can see it with her. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I could see that. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I in a weird. It's gonna sound fucked up. I I feel like they need to deal with death. Like I feel like that's the one topic they I, haven't. I don't know if we talked about this, but it doesn't matter. My theory is that Big is gonna die. Big is already dead. Oh, that's my theory. Either he, he oh. died, or he, either he's already dead, or he's he's going to die. Um, but my theory, he's already dead, and we deal with Carrie being a single widowed woman. And what that means to be an older, single, widowed woman. Because he was already older than everybody else. And he, no, he was. He had, like, bad health habits. He already had the heart thing when he was on the show. Right. He smoked cigars. He was not a man of good health. So would, it would not be shocking if he is dead and she is a widow. I don't want it to be him, though. Not Not because I love his character, but I just feel like it's not, from a storytelling standpoint... I think it's a well, great gonna... storytelling standpoint because we get to see her in her element. Mm-hmm. The way we like her. I mean, we don't really know her, the married Carrie. You know, we know her as single girl. So she got sure. what she wanted, which was him. Mm-hmm. And if he mm-hmm. is passed away because of whatever whatever happened, and she's dealing with that with mourning, and now she's a single woman again in her fifties. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. That's a really good storyline. I. I think the reason why I'm like eh, about it being her mm-hmm. is because I felt like that was such a focus. Was the, the first the first movie with like him, not that he died, but like just the the dealing with the, the sadness that came right the breakup and 
you know, and again, not to say clear, obviously that could happen to somebody like life fucking sucks. You could have that and also experience the death of, you know, uh, a husband, but I don't know, for some reason, I, I almost want it to be somebody else. Okay. Like just, just cause I'm, you know, I'm just curious. I'm trying to think like, have we ever, no, we've seen Charlotte sad. Yeah. But we've seen, and Miranda has had her. Yeah. It's going to be Samantha. Samantha's dead. Probably. It's Samantha. Probably. It's going to be Samantha. Like, because then, then you know why? Because then they can do all different. They could like show how different people respond to grief. And then you're going to have like, you get to see Carrie deal with it. You get to see Miranda. You get to I think see, you're right. you know. I think you're right. But I, it, I would make me happy in this mm-hmm. new reboot if she was single. No, you're right. I, I think you're right. I, I will give you that. Did they divorce? I don't think they were divorced. They didn't been through hell and back. Why would you divorce in your 50s? And he's like, damn near dead. Shit. I mean, that would be interesting. Yeah. So I would, I would, I would want to see that. I would like what what was the final straw? What the fuck? What did he, he's done literally everything to you when you were in your prime, and now you yeah. want a divorce? What the fuck? Can he do I now? mean, but that would be super interesting though, because I feel like that's the shit that goes through your head whenever, or at least for me, whenever I see like old people, quote unquote, old people get divorced. I'm like, man, you're like sixty five, like what? Forty years? What the fuck? Do you yeah. Do now? But I mean, but, but that happen. would be yeah. interesting. Things, yeah, things do happen. You know, that's there's no, you know, I, if if something's not working for you, even if it's forty years later, you can get the fuck out of there. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're gonna do something. Yeah, I, I feel like they're gonna they're gonna have multi layers of grief. Like someone's gonna be divorced. Okay. Somebody's gonna have fucking died. Okay. And the, and the ladies are going to be like all single again, so to speak. I and they're just going to. Or, or, and they're gonna or have, empty nesters because people had kids. Yes. And they have yes. college age kids. So they're out the house. Yes. This is going to be mm-hmm. fun. It's going to be fun. I, I like our storyline mm-hmm. already. Yeah. One of the kids is going to have to need. Uh, Someone's going to be LGBTQ. Additional. For sure. Oh, for sure. Like, for sure. There's gonna be I think that a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think also possibly like special needs, like someone having a learning that, disability or trans, maybe. Could that trans could be, yes. I think there will be Yeah, I think they're consulting their DEI right now. <laughs> they're... How do we make how do we make Manhattan that you showed in the nineties, early two thousands very white, not white, because that's yeah, that wasn't realistic. So let's, yeah. let's uh DEI this, please. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's talk about this. Make, who who are the main characters? They look fucking realistic for once. So, and that was always yeah. my, you know, as much as I love the show, they had a problem with that. Yeah, and I and I think for whatever reason I let it, and I I don't even know why, but it, it didn't bother me as much in Sex and the City. I I don't know if it. This is going to sound real dumb and real lame, but. I think part of it was because at least it like came up in either conversation or if they went somewhere, there was, it was at least there, Mm -hmm. not frequently enough, you know, it still was lacking in that sense, but other shows, cause like shows like friends, I never understood why people loved friends. I I don't even get the humor. I, I maybe I'm not, this is like white laugh, the white thing friendly, like white funny. Like I think there might be a difference between white funny and like, 
black funny or or people of color funny. I just never really found it entertaining. I have a lot of friends who are people of color who love that. Well, not a lot, a, a decent amount of friends that really enjoyed that show. And that's fine. I mean, maybe it just spoke to their sense of humor, but it, it just really like that really bothered me because I just felt like, how do you, how do y'all work? How do you live in New York? And there's no black people in the background. Like there's not even, you know, similar to like, there's a, there's a joke that um, I'm drawing a blank, the comedian's name, but uh, Joy, Joy, Joe Coy. Oh, Joe, yeah, I'm not fucking up his yeah, name. Yeah, I know you're talking about J- Joy. Yeah. Right. I think Joe, Joe right. Coy, something like that. Yeah. Joe Coy. Okay. But like he's talking, he has a joke where he talks about how like all these like medical dramas and he's like, they're all bullshit. Like, how do you all have this many seasons and there's not one Filipino nurse <laughs> anywhere, <laughs> anywhere in any of these hospitals? Like or you Caribbean, don't have a Filipino. Right. I was going to say, that's exactly what I was going to say. And if, right. yeah. How dare you? Yeah. How no dare Caribbean, you? No, no. Yeah. They like run the fucking industry. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The fucking Caribbean people. The whole industry is of health yep. is run by this population. You, you're not going to have one nurse, one nurse. Okay. Sure. Sure. That's a good point. Yeah. So no, that was my issue, like friends. And it was like, how do you, how is this even possible? Like if you're, because again, if it was just, if New York wasn't a big part of the um, the story, like right. if the setting didn't matter that right, much, right. then I'm like, all right, fine. I can, I can entertain right, this, fine. but like, go for it. Right. But this was very much like, oh, New York, mm-hmm. New York. And I'm like, this, I don't know this New York. I have never, I don't know where they're hanging out. This doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, have, they don't even have one neighbor. They don't. <laughs> right. right. Their, their uh, apartments didn't match their income. It just, just was oh. strange. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All, all, all kinds of off all around. Yeah. But anyway, but. That being said, I'm excited for Sex in the City. Oh, yeah. I will be fucking there, you know, glued to my television. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Will you, if, if they release it in theaters, will you go to a theater? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I still feel a type of way about theaters. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm not. Well, COVID people. I just feel like they're like, well, it's like part COVID, but like in all honesty, it's just, I, I think one of the things that people are real, I'm hoping they realize, I know I did. Movies are too damn expensive. Why? Oh, yeah, Why yeah. does this cost this much? Why? And the snacks? Like, yes, I know you can always sneak them in, but I'm just like, man, I don't understand this industry. How is it this damn expensive? It is. Cool. Um, if I had a family, I would never mm-hmm. go to a movie. Yeah. Like, no. But it's just me. So I'll like get my little small kid sized popcorn because that's all you need. Um Ooh, yeah. I'll go to a fancy one if you ever depending on when it comes out. Yes. And the cocktails and they bring them to you. Oh, that's cool. But usually the food is is trash. So you're paying like $30 for chicken tenders. And I'm just like, I could have just not went out to eat and like just had a regular, but I'm sorry. I just like the cocktail part though. I like the cocktail. The cocktail part. I feel like, right. Like I'm paying $30 for like, you know, chicken fingers and like French fries. And that just makes me mad. But you're getting that special honey mustard sauce. You're getting yeah, that like gourmet, gourmet. garlic aioli. 
No, with the yeah, fries and fries. The- I'll make it fancy, and I'm just never impressed. <laughs> I'm never impressed. But yes, I've done that. I have. Yeah, I'm always like, why is this thing seventy dollars? And I got like chicken, in right? And and maybe right, maybe popcorn. Right, right. You're right. But yes, I I, I respect okay. it. It's a good, you know, movie theater hustle. True. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, I just don't know if I'm ready to do that. It's gonna take me some time to okay, okay. ease back into that. That's fair. That that spending. That's the other thing. Like certain things, I realize. So like, girl, money would listen. Uh, I forgot how much outside is expensive. Yeah, yeah. Outside, outside is a lot of money. Yeah. So this past weekend, I'm like, oh, oh, that's what this is. Oh, we're back to me spending money on weekends. And it's not like, you know, minimum, the minimum to go outside is about $100 minimum. It's not $10, $20. Nope. It's $100 minimum to just do something outside these days. So I just was like, oh, okay. So things are back. Um, But it costs, at cost. Yep. At cost. Yep. And I, I do not think I am ready for that because I... I quickly realized being, I was very fortunate, being able to work from home, seeing where my money was going. I was like, oh, I spent that much on drinks? Oh, I spent that much a month? Yeah. yeah. Oh! I got my bill from my outing this weekend. I was like, oh, three cocktails in? Oh, shit. Like, and a whole meal and dessert? Oh, shit. This was, this was, wow. Okay. And it's not even, that's not even crazy. Oh, like, that's not a crazy it, night. A, it wasn't even a wild night. It was just, yeah. it was just dinner. Dinner. <laughs> dinner. And I was like, oh, okay, so this is like, yeah, you, you that's a minimum. A hundred dollar min. Not max. Min. So you know, so I, when you guys are planning your outside festivities, uh huh. You, you gotta come budget. Yeah, budget. Budget it now. Budget it back. Space it out. Fun shit back Don't. in the budget. Cause uh <laughs> if you're gonna be doing Don't. that week uh doing that on weekends four times a month, yep. you better have yep. you better have a budget for it. I gotta, I think I'm gonna have to implement some sort of like two week period where it's like, you know, I can only see people every two weeks. Every, right, every other week. Every other week. I can't do every weekend. What? I can't, I can't yeah. do multiple days oh, in a weekend. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Like, so just FYI, y'all, you know, we gotta put that money back and re misappropriate, not misappropriate it, but reappropriate it. <laughs> reappropriate it. <laughs> now that, you know, outside is fun again. Yeah, outside is open, ready for business. And it's just, it's just not taking any Groupons. No it's Groupons, not, uh, no deals. Excuse me. Nope. No, nope. no living socials. Mm-mm, none of that. There, it is. It is full price. They'll welcome you. They'll they'll hug everyone's you happy. and you'll have the best. Oh, yeah. Everyone's happy. Yeah. You will get the best service. Ooh, yes. Cocktails are yes. going. The smile is yes. big. Your smile yes. is big. And then all of a sudden, oh. $200 later, you're like, oh, what the hell? What just happened? Yep. Yep. And then you're then you're canceling on your girlfriend the next day for brunch because you're like, hey, girl, I can't do this. You I spent too much last night. You meant you spent too much last night. <laughs> I spent too much. <laughs> I'm putting I'm putting all my friends on notice right now. Like when you get that text, it's because I spent too much. It's probably not because I'm hungover. Right. Sorry, my bad. Right. Outside is expensive. I did not realize. Yeah, so, my bad. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Too funny. Please budget your summer fun. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I gotta I gotta get on that. Yeah. There's so many things that I'm 
And then yeah, and then and then we talk about waxing. I got money for that. <laughs> all that. I'm, I'm if I put a couple dollars aside for a nice wax before my nice, <laughs> for my before my do, beach do, trip. Do the do the layaway plan. Yeah, layaway the, plan. Uh, twenty dollars uh, extra, extra every week, right. so I'll have my my wax yeah. money ready. You know, yes. Oh man, just be living it up, just just on the beach, just feeling the breeze all over, right. just all fucking, over. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? That is nice because when I cut my hair, that was one of the first. Things. I was like, "Ooh, I can feel air on your head." This is right? so nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 refreshing. So I can only imagine the lady bit. What? The lady bits just having that kind of uh, experience. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Mm. I went. All right. Yeah, I went during quarantine. The complete opposite. So it's just, mm-hmm. whew, it's touch and go down there. It's a little touch. And go. <laughs> it's touch and go. I'm just not ready for that first appointment. No, I mean, no, that's no. that's where I'm, I'm like stressed out of just even talking about it. So I yeah. definitely have to take like three shots of tequila or something before because oh my, oh my. Actually, mm. you can't because your blood. I think thinks. it makes you bleed. Yeah. Yes, your blood thins, so you shouldn't do that. I got to figure out something. I got to figure out something because it's going to be awful. But the reward. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta think of something too because I that that's just going to be pain. A lot of mm, yeah. Yeah. So okay, I'll be share with me what you do if you find something. I have because no I think doing that. When's your when's your trip again? Um. Um. When is it? Uh, after Fourth um, of July. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so we might actually be taking off around the same time because we're doing like early July for our our outing, our anniversary trip. Fun. So, cool, cool. yeah. All right. Well, I guess uh, shall we shall we end it there with our discussion? Everyone, always a pleasure. Thank you for tuning in. Yes. Um. Yeah. Get. Get waxed, get vaxxed, waxed, uh, save money for outside. Uh, anything else? And think about diversity and inclusion. All the time, not just for- All the just, yeah, right. All the time. right. All right. Just think about it all the time. Yeah. Make it part of your day to day. When you're journaling, think about, yeah, how can I How can I be a DEI officer in my own life? Ooh, ooh. Gems, gems, gems. Yes, yes. At the 11th hour, coming through. Okay, and now I'm done. Anyway, uh, (laughs) everyone, have a wonderful evening. And uh, until next time, bye.